hey, that's what I've seen in TV shows. I haven't actually. Okay, don't don't think I've actually tried that. Oh, oh, here you we go. Spam the shurs because those sure. were. Dude, okay, yeah. this is just Micah, dude, how about those Vikings? Did they win today? I, I, I didn't even watch the game. Nice. Wow, Micah doesn't even <laughs> like Vikings. Micah doesn't like Vikings. Dude. Oh, <gasps> it worked. Oh, frack. Um, I am so screwed. Dude, Emmanuel Sanders better score me like 30 points tomorrow. Otherwise, I'm kind of screwed. Yay, Vikings win. Let's go. Can Aaron Rodgers like actually get me some points for a game? Because he's been kind of botching his last, I don't know, all games. He didn't get you points nice. today. Well, he got me 23.7. I mean, compared to, like, Patrick Kyler Mahomes Murray. and, like... Kyler Murray. Okay, how many did Kyler Murray... 25.7... Frick ton, dude. He had 25.76. I mean, that's that's good, but, like, nowhere near as much as... Um, Josh... Uh, who's, who's the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills again? Josh he's been Josh doing pretty Sean. good. Yeah, he's good, like... He's probably the best quarterback right now in fantasy. No. It's Kyler Murray. <laughs> nah. Nah, it's Patrick Honestly, Mahomes, bro. Come on. I'm call okay, here's my prediction for Kyle Super Bowl. Murray. Uh Buffalo Bills and um and uh the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs might. Well that's that's gonna be hard considering they're both <laughs> in the same conference, so <laughs> Oh sorry. I'm not I'm not as familiar with conferences again on that. Yeah, it'll probably be the Cardinals. How about uh, are the want, Buffalo Bills? You know, I like what? how you laughed at that, but the Cardinals haven't lost a game all year. So the Cardinals are good this year. Yeah, but the Cardinals aren't like they're not I mean, the best. We have the best record in the end. Yeah, we are. We literally are best record in the NFL. <laughs> Only undefeated team left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> it's a fair story, dude. Carlos, do you have your audacity uh, set up? Yeah, do you need me to start recording? Oh, well, I don't know. audacity set up? No, he's, he's using his phone, so... Of course he is. Yeah, I know. Like he doesn't... Bro, you don't even need an RTX for that. <laughs> I, I literally asked Micah if you want me to like download it. He was like, no, and I'm like... What? Okay. What, well, Micah? I said... I, here's what I said. I said, if you want to have better <laughs> sound quality... Then do audacity, and he said, "Do I need it?" And I said, "Not necessarily," and he said, "Okay." You should have no. said that he needs it. So how are we going to record Ryan's voice? It. I think Mike is just going to record it. Yeah, I'm, I was going to record Ryan's voice. Wait, but won't you? Wouldn't that technically record me and Legends voice yeah, too? Yeah, but you guys will have the audacity too that I can just put over the top. Ooh, that's gonna sound like, terrible. Uh, no, it's not a lot of work. If you sync it up perfectly, it sounds good. No, it, it'll look. It'll. I'm sure if you can do it right, it'll sound. It's gonna good. be echoey. Not if you do it perfect. Echoey. Yeah, Micah, Micah, you gotta be perfect. You gotta be perfect. No mistakes. All right, no mistakes. Legend, you it's might like Michael Reeves. Like, of course, gonna be perfect. Legend, turn up your mic a little uh, bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Legend, you're so yeah, quiet. Yeah. I can like not hear you at all. It's probably fully up. Let's see, man. How about you? You go into your settings and you go to voice man. and video, and then How's you. This? 
No, man. It sounds no, the man. same. It sounds exactly the same. same I don't man. know how to turn it up, dude. Dirt. Okay, what, what microphone are you using? Oh wow, no, it's definitely louder. Yeah. Oh yeah. good job. Good job. I went lower, legend. <laughs> Dude. I don't know what to do. It's literally all the way up, like Oh, there that's sick. Okay. Well good thing we have hey, good thing you're using our I just have to talk louder. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> well, actually I think right. you know, just speak as you know Loud doesn't always mean annoying. I mean, I know the difference. I I know the difference between loud and annoying. And you're not. You won't you're be annoying loud. if you're loud. You're just annoying. That. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, oh, I wasn't saying. Sorry. Please don't. I'm off. Dude, please don't. Sorry. We have to sorry. talk about the problems with society, man. Yeah, oh, yeah we should Legend, we're like it. 42 minutes late because of you. <laughs> Oh, what? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wonder who that is, huh? I, I really, hmm. Whoever could that be? <laughs> Trash. Trash. Nice. Nice. Kirk equal MVP. <laughs> oh my gosh. Crap, what's the Vikings? I think they're two and three. Two and four. Three and three. Oof. Nah, Vikings are totally three and three. And three. Totally are we playing tennis three now? And three and three. Vikings are totally three and three. Ah, uh, yeah. They're, I told you they're six three and three, like 30 six minutes six ago. Oh, that's a tennis score. Yeah, man. That's what I was going for. <laughs> what do you mean about it, dude? Dude, it wasn't. <laughs> Why are you hating, bro? Dude, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's actually a little better right now. I don't know. I'm just gonna move it closer to my face. How's this sound? Better. Good. Okay. I'll just keep it on my lips. <laughs> Stop. Please don't stop. Fight. Should we start? Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and intro us, Micah. I already oh, did man. the intro last time. Oh wait, let me start my recording. Oh okay. yeah, me too, me too, me too. Uh okay. Okay, I think I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. Nice. Alright. Hello everyone, welcome to the Apathetic Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Reeves, with co-host Carlos D. Today we are talking about Problems with Society Part 2. We have two special guests today. The first of which is Legend Morris. How are you doing, Legend? Uh, pretty good. How are you? Doing good. Second one, our second special guest today is Ryan Frampham. How are you doing, Ryan? Good. How about you? All right. So, Problems with Society. <laughs> it was suggested <laughs> by Ryan Frampham. That was such a weird way to, like, kind of... You didn't even say if you were good or not to Ryan. Ryan's yeah, like, just waiting. I didn't hear him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's fine. Go ahead and say what you're saying, Mike. Okay. You're good. I'm just giving you crap. So Ryan was the one that suggested that we do Prompts with Society. 
Ryan, what do you think the problem with society is? What is the problem with society? What is a problem with society? Yeah, I mean, there are so many, like, social issues right now. It's kind of hard to choose which one is the definitive one. But what's one that you had in mind? Because, I mean, you, you're the one who came to us with the, the idea that we should talk about the problems yeah. of society. So Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'd say one of the biggest problems we have in society is, like, taking everything we hear and, like, acknowledging it as truth. Like society doesn't decipher real truth enough, you know, and they don't they don't search for truth on their own, but they rely too much on different things for truths. So like their friends, for example, um, like like whatever authority is telling them that this thing is real, they they rely on it, or like social media as well. Like if they see someone post about something, um, and not necessarily like political, but political is a good example of it. Like people mm-hmm. take sides on a political stre- uh, spectrum because. They believe a certain side um, and they've heard people talk about a certain way, but they don't actually go and decipher um, the true side for themselves. They rely on other people. So that's kind of like creating a little bit of like a division in our country because people aren't searching for truth as they should. That's probably like my biggest, what I see is like one of the biggest problems in society. Yeah. I would say that a lot of people like don't really think for themselves, I would say they kind of let other people tell them what they should believe by looking at news and stuff instead of actually going out and figuring out the truth for their own. Yeah, I'd say today there are more uh, followers than there are leaders. Um, There's so many people. I mean, I I used to be kind of one of those people. I would just, like, without reading a full article on something, I would just read the title of whatever article about whatever topic and i would immediately think oh yeah that that's that's totally happened yeah yeah i knew that i know better um and i think it's just it just has to do with uh, a lot of ignorance and and pride within ourselves just trying to be quick to jump to conclusions or like go full on public and supportive about you know for example either right uh, or left instead of truly like you know just taking a breath look at each side whether political whether spiritual or whatever in construction and constructing your own viewpoint on that yeah yeah i agree with that i don't know i think social media is like probably like one of the biggest things that drive that separation between like deciding for your own truth and you know and not like i i think that the more first of all we're on social media we i think is is the more that we i would say it's like put it more as like a priority in our lives a little bit like like we like the more we're on it it kind of becomes more of us in a way yeah and a lot of our opinions come from that you know it's so like if you're spending more of your life on Instagram or whatever, you're then spending less of your life out actually doing stuff and deciphering truths for yourself, you know, and and you're having less of those real conversations with people, but rather you're kind of like just gathering that info on the one side, you know, and then also like, I don't know if you guys ever watched like the social dilemma, but like once, once a social media knows your side, it keeps putting information in front of you that supports that side. You know, so that so that then you're on 
you know, that side, you're on social media more often. So that's then driving that opinion that you've been given, right? It's driving it more and more. And, and that way, it's driving you away from people that don't have the same opinion as you. You know, and that's and that's kind of like that separation I was talking about a little bit. Like that's that's the division we see in our world is because of that. Uh, kind of going back to what you said on the social dilemma, didn't we actually watch that um, as a class? Yeah, we did. Um, yeah. For uh, oh, what was that seminars or something seminars. with Mister Annis. Yeah. Yeah, good old Mister Annis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was a uh, pretty interesting to to say the least. Uh. The one thing that like caught my eye in that video was uh, how social media caused a uh, suicide rates for women to go up a lot. Like I thought that was kind of unreal. I mean, I kind of assume like I I always just make assumptions about stuff, but when things are like presented to me on that scale, I was like, wow. I mean, that's insane. But yeah, I mean, kind of going back to what you said about social media, um, it kind of has a way of dividing us a bit more it's just i think in social media there are more factions you know there are different groups that are just kind of huddled together just in like recluses and just sucked up in their own viewpoints instead of uh being instead of taking the initiative of going out and actually talking to people who you know don't have the same opinions as them and you know i will admit to myself i i mean there's not a ton of people that i met that have different like opinions about me politically but in terms of like other forms of entertainment like movies or music or sports i mean that's that's kind of like i think that's a good place to start uh so if if you want to start trying to get uh, comfortable getting uncomfortable with sharing your opinions and being okay with disagreeing with those and uh, others disagreeing with you kind of start with uh, wider topics like more like entertainment like pop culture stuff that isn't like a super big uh, social issue or anything I like to pose I mean, a question oh no go ahead go ahead legend, <laughs> go ahead, legend. are you all right. I just think with like social media, we're presented information in like such small bites, you know what I mean? So when you see a post on Instagram, you're not going to see the entire article in that one box. You're just going to see the headline and whatever. Whoever writes the headline kind of has kind of dictates what you think about that topic and all the information that you gain about it. Since, yeah, like, and it depends on who wrote it too, yeah. right? Like who's posing it a little bit. Like it's, it's that authority thing I was talking about before. Like, there's a difference between just one of my friends posting something on social media versus like someone that I look up to a lot, you know, whoever it may be. And also people who you're not very fond of. I mean, all of us, you know, always have those people in our lives that, you know, we're not super fond of or get really annoyed by. And so, you know, right off the, you know, we see a new post from that certain individual, you know, we kind of like scoff at it or whatever and be like, like that person, like I'm so much better than that person and just being so quick to judge all the time. But on the flip side, you know, you see a picture of like one of the boys, you're, you know, spamming the likes and, you know, spamming the hearts and all that stuff. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to pose that question. Um, and the question was kind of, why are we so afraid 
in our society? Like, where did that start? That figure of disagreement? And like, I, I, I don't know, like, some people like me aren't afraid of disagreement at all. You know, they're not afraid to like, pose their own side, and they're not pushed around. But other people like, can kind of be pushed around their ideas, because they're afraid of that confrontation or disagreement. And kind of like, where does that come from? Do you guys think? Um, well, I, I think that wait, you know what? You go ahead, Micah. I'll go after you. Uh, well, I would say that um, I'm not sure about in the past, but I know nowadays it's all about you know like the cancel culture thing, where you can have a disagreement, and if the majority of people disagree with you, then they can just push you off of a platform, kind of like Donald Trump, when uh, you know he wasn't president anymore, and Twitter and Basically, everybody just decided to ban him. So, I mean, he didn't necessarily do anything wrong. He just had a different opinion and a different point of view and a different mindset of um, the people who ran those companies. And, you know, they have the freedom to push him off of those uh, platforms, but it just kind of caused everybody to kind of realize that, you know, uh, there's powerful people and also, you know, uh, a majority of people on those platforms that don't necessarily agree with everything you say. And if you say something that upsets them or something that they don't agree with, then they just kind of get rid of you and then silence you just so easily nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I kind of remember back in the day uh, during election times. And, you know, usually it'd be like like a, a one day of election, but, like, it seemed like this election went on for, like, a solid month just because re results were, were still, like, coming in. And a lot of questionable things were happening, but I still remember Trump just tweeting out because I mean, who I mean, who wouldn't follow Donald Trump on Twitter? Of course, uh, he was just tweeting stuff like, "Oh, the election was rigged" and stuff like that, and just making so many public statements. And it's like all that censorship on him was just a complete Im impeachment of you know his constitutional rights. Of speech and I think that's like another issue with the social media platforms is you know since it's technically their company and you're using their platform I mean legally they have a right to silence whoever they want and you know it's unfortunate because I think you know everyone's opinions are you know valuable to them and so I can't imagine like just how terrible it feels just being tossed down like off to the curb and just completely silence silence or as you know micah said canceled cultured at the time uh well here's here's my thing with that like a uh, whole first amendment thing with like the social media companies S i have like the opinion that since these social media companies like control all of the speech and like <clears throat> they're really the public square and main place for discussion. Eventually there has to be some sort of legislation that protects people that use it. You know what I mean? Since oh, I totally they're agree. The, yeah, yeah. Since they're the people that our ideas are hosted on, they can't be, they shouldn't be able to uh, like just take down certain things that they disagree with. Yeah. I think there's kind of a line that needs to be crossed. You know, there's the line between like, uh, like actual like bad statements that were made you know in recent times and I'm talking about recent times I'm not talking about things that people emailed um, like the Saints coach you know was that the Saints coach Raiders. who got like Raiders Raiders, Raiders. the Raiders coach um, who got uh, fired just because of like 
just emails he sent and that was like from years ago and that's another issue i see with cancel culture is we people are getting canceled because of statements that they said before that society didn't care about then and it's like all of a sudden people of a newer generation are finding those statements now and just bashing that person as a reason to like uh tear tear them down and uh fill them up with negative press i mean i mean there's many examples i could uh bring you up you know kevin hart lost a job at the oscars a few years ago eminem got you know silence on tiktok basically because back in like the early 2000s you know his songs had a bunch of lyrics that you know were quote-unquote controversial back in the time i personally like some of his songs but that's just kind of how how it is back in the day and it's very unfortunate how things that people do in the past if it regardless if they were bad statements or not are still like being pulled down on them like a chain like strapped to their ankle or something it just feels like those people can never avoid consequences for their actions with some of the consequences not even being necessary from the start uh so going back to what legend said on the um social media being able to uh silence people i guess and it might be a restriction of uh, the freedom of speech. Um, do you think that there should be a government-ran social media platform that nobody can be silenced on? Because places like Facebook and Twitter, um, they're private companies technically, so that they can take users off. But should we have a uh, government-ran social media that nobody can be taken off because it counts as part of our freedom of speech? Uh, I don't think that would be good. I don't think the government should have any sort of like um, state-run method of like getting information out mm -hmm. just because I feel like that can be um, kind of like a well, I mean I guess they already have like Twitter accounts for the president and stuff that's run by the government and the White House yeah but I just feel like their own platform would kind of be um, I don't know Maybe, maybe would it, they should. Would it bring us together or would it further divide? Like, like, would freedom of speech be a beneficial thing for America in general? Or do you think, like, free speech like that would cause, I don't know, havoc in America? Like, do you um, mean just completely unregulated, like, free-for-all, say-whatever-you-want? Yeah, he's like saying, a, like... Well, it would be, oh, like, sorry. how we have the postal, uh, the postal service, USPS, you know? Uh, how you can send letters on USPS because it's ran by the government. It'd be kind of like that. It would just be like, you know, it would be like Twitter or something like that, but just government ran and there's nobody like head in charge that could just take out people. It's just kind of like an open thing, I guess. I don't know. Well, if it's government, I mean, especially with how the government is now, I mean, I mean, to this day, I don't think the government is giving enough people freedoms. I mean, we're already having to deal with like vaccine mandates in certain places, not not in Montana yet, uh, thank goodness. But um, yeah, I mean, right now I think a lot of the the governments, especially the federal government, are being like a bit over controlling, and that's also partially thanks to Joe Biden just brain deadly signing executive orders. But anyway, I think I think the I, I do 
like your idea, Micah, of like people being able to go on there and just say as they will uh, on like any platform. The thing is, I wouldn't make it like a government uh, created thing. I would just, I would rather have it be some independent company by itself that's not owned by anything else like like google or like facebook or or whatever since well that's basically it, just twitter because twitter is their own company they're not owned by anybody else they're their own yeah but twitter twitter doesn't have what you what you're describing yeah so i know basically like a twitter 2.0 is kind of what i was thinking a little bit and you know as much as um like i hate to admit it a little bit you know all state like all statements that people make good or bad the none of them are technically illegal i mean you could say like a lot of really bad like stuff and well, very um... vulgar things online but you know that person still technically has a right to silence them but because people also have a right to respond they can then rightfully respond to that to like someone saying something really horrible and instead of the company themselves silencing them it's people on the right on the good side uniting together to kind of stop whatever nonsense another person is saying instead so it so it's like kind of more people more control that the people do than just the head of the company or the government. But what were you saying, Micah? Um, when you said that, I don't, uh, you said that you don't think that there's um, stuff that people can say that is illegal. Like you can say something and it won't be illegal. Um, I think, I'm not sure about this, but I think that if you say something like, I'm going to kill you and you're like dead serious, or, you know, over a phone call or something like that, I think the police can use that against you. But I'm not sure if it's, um, like, necessarily that illegal. Is, that is definitely interesting. Um, I, I People, like, deal with threats all the time, and I think, I mean, yeah, it definitely is an interesting thing you bring up. Because, um, like, I, I mean, I haven't been personally threatened or anything like seriously but like of course whenever you're playing an online game like call of duty or whatever you know you always deal with those people online who are just kind of trolling or whatever and like kind of joking but if what you're talking about is like people like let's say hypothetically you know this never happened to me at all i'm on twitter 2.0 let's just call it that and I all of a sudden am getting like messaged by some angry person. Hi, I'm gonna like come over to your house and like murder your family or whatever. Um, I think some things to take into consideration is one, is your personal info out there? Uh, and two, do they know? I mean, have you been associated with anything related to that person? Do you know anything about about them? Because 
I mean, even though people may be serious as if, like, someone may genuinely want to hurt you, a lot of times, you know, as long as you don't, like, reveal too much of, like, your personal information, like, obviously, don't reveal, like, your home address. Like, I, I don't really... I don't think I've publicly revealed, like, what, um... Like, what city I live in or anything, which I probably never will, because, like, what's the point in that? But, um... And so I think we need to, like, take necessary precautions. And if those precautions are not, like, are not working and there's actual, like, evidence or, like, some kind of proof you can take uh, to the authorities that, hey, someone's going to come over to my house and, like, try to, you know, kill, like, mess with me, mess with my family, then I think that's kind of where you draw the line of, that's illegal. So I don't think saying that stuff is necessarily illegal. I think, you know, there's kind of the line between saying the action and doing the action. Brian, your dad's a lawyer. What do you think? Oh, <laughs> I mean, yes, my dad is a lawyer. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was kind of like going to go back to like Legend's original question a little bit about the governmental um, social media. And, and when, I, when we first posed the question, I, I kind of agreed on like what you said, like there, there's that private company, right? So as much as we can say like it's unfair for Instagram or, you know, Facebook, or whatever to like to ban certain things and to allow certain things is unfair. It is a private company, you know, but like is a social media platform in that way necessary for free speech like is it is it nowadays the most effective way to like say your opinion do you think yeah i think so, so it's the most effective is it is it a good thing then though to completely have free speech on both sides like i i know free speech is yes. is like a, a given i mean is that like what's gonna like bring us I mean, I, I kind of agree with that. Like, I think that free speech and like the ability to have free, free speech is a good thing. But I, I think you're some asking would... you're asking if that will actually benefit us is what you're implying, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I think some people would say no, and I would say yes. I mean, I think I think free speech is a necessary thing. Like to the very first question I posed about like, tr is it like finding like the truth of matters? You know, I think free speech is the way we go about that. And I think the problem with the social media we're given now and the things we do in our society is that we're not giving ourselves the ability to have a true free speech. You know, like all, with, all of our speech is directed in a certain way or speech is directed at us in a certain way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we're hidden, when we're hit with like falsehoods or anything and in, in our mind, we still see that as truth. I mean, I mean, I, like, it's like you said, like, the, what can bring us to the truth at that point? You know, I think people, like, just talking to and meeting with other people who actually have the real information and know the real truth, I mean, if you're just willing to just listen to them, I mean, I think that's just, like, being able, I think being able to just not think inwardly and just think more outwardly and more open-minded towards what other people say. 
you'll hopefully be able to know what your truth is and what you think. Because not, you know, in terms of, you know, my version of truth and some, for example, like Joe Biden's version of truth, just to throw an example out there, I mean, it's like night and day, you know, Biden wants to like throw more mandates and controls and everything. If I was the president, I would take off all mandates. Like, I don't, because I don't believe in that. I'm not, I'm more constitutional than Joe Biden is, but Biden thinks that by can, can t- can containing everyone and, you know, once again, trying to still max up vaccinated people, even though they're safe, well, at least most likely safe, statistically wise, it doesn't guarantee their safety, you know, you know, it's just sometimes we clash with those like other opinions that are like day and night uh, to us. And I think for us to really know the real truth, as you would like to call it, we just need to not get caught up in our own world and actually be more open minded towards others, regardless if we agree with them right off the bat or not. Let's just sit down, listen to them, see what they have to say. We don't have to agree with it, but we just got to listen. That That's all I think the solution is for that. I don't know yeah. why. Um, Ryan, did you have something you want to say? Nope, I just agree. All right. Um, I don't know why people get so offended when someone doesn't have the same opinion as them. And Thank you. They get so... I don't want to really want to say violent, but it's just so aggressive so quickly. And it's, it's, I don't, I don't understand why people um, are like that nowadays. It's just, I think I much... honestly, I think I honestly know. And it's like, I've already said it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it is a hundred percent because of social media and like, absolutely it, yeah. it feeding you the information that you want to hear. Cause it's almost like once you're always being fed your own side, the other side seems so wrong to you and so like absurd that the people that believe those sides almost like become your enemies in a way. Right. Like it's so like you're fed this, fed it, fed it. It's not like, like you like thought about it. You, you like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, and like really deciphered it and talked to the people about it. You know, it's a constant thing where you're never hearing the other side and you're always kind of like, being given that one side and so when you hear the other side i feel like you're much more offended and opposed to it because you just think your side is so correct which is hypocritical because you haven't even most of the time studied your own side you know to figure out if it's really right or not you know i would totally agree with you that there ryan uh legend did you want to say something no i was just agreeing okay cool um yeah, and, you know, and sadly, like, that whole, like, you know, like you said, Mike, uh, people getting offended super easily. Um, but, you know, the one I think the one thing about, like, spreading hate on social media is that it's so easy to do. And there's pr- almost little to, new, to no consequences of that. Because, uh, I mean... Right now, I could, like, go on, like, Instagram or Twitter or whatever and just type on my keyboard behind my screen just something, like, I'm offended, blah, blah, blah. 
and you know that's not gonna physically affect anyone it's just me just being like kind of a jerk just for the sake of being a jerk and you know sadly that attitude that mentality has you know spread wide across throughout all forms of media sadly and even forms of media that i like too you know it's more than just politics even though like political stuff like that's probably like the highest um talked about thing and like the most and like the one topic that people get like easily offended of and it's more than just like social issues like racism or sexism or like any or like cancel culture or anything like that but it also involves standard pop culture media like movies or or games or or whatever it's like having an opinion that not that someone doesn't agree with you know is like so offensive to them to the point where they're well they will actually have the will to type on their phone or their keyboard about how offended they are about someone's opinions who is different than theirs just for the sake of doing it and it's so accessible for them too despite the fact that if everyone had the same opinions about everything then that would i mean there would be no form of diversity whatsoever and there would be no learning or growing or any kind of teachability to anyone and i th i'm trying to think of like any recent times where i've not necessarily encountered like someone physically cuz I, I you know i don't really sp speak publicly on social media but i remember at the time when uh the new uh I think it was I think it was like the new Star Wars um episode 9 and during you know when that movie came out you know there was a lot of controversy like just on like Twitter and stuff you know there were people who said they you know they loved it you know it was the best Star Wars movie ever and then there were people like me who like absolutely hated it and thought it was an absolute monstrosity and then it started like this whole social media war of just people sending like hateful stuff to each other just because they have an opinion of a movie uh, just a movie you know a fake you know fictional characters movie like it's just absolutely insane to me how far like just how far this act of negativity and offense has spread around Yeah, I feel like we've done this topic. You guys want to move on to a different problem society? Sure. I'm down. Yeah. Soon as I actually think of one, because I can't think of any right now. Legend, do you have any we issues you think you can think of? Who? I, Michael, were you saying something? No. I wasn't. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't really have any off the top of my head here. It's it's like I said during the last podcast, you know, usually this would be the time where Mr. Tinkum would chime in and, you know, bless us with his big brain knowledge and all, <laughs> but we're kind of on our own. 
with that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't think of anything like socially that we could like talk about problem wise. I mean, you want to just talk about other like fun stuff, I guess, for a change or whatever. Well, I don't know. What are you thinking, Carlos? Um, I'll talk about whatever you like. Want, what am, uh, what am I thinking right now? Um. Actually, I, actually, another. I just thought of something. I want to talk about how um, COVID has affected a uh, work ethic a little bit. Yeah, is that sound? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, obviously, as many of you know, when COVID happened, you know, I think it was like March <laughs> of uh, 2020 when it spiked up and everyone was like quarantined at all. You know, the shutdown happened worldwide, pretty much. And, you know, we were all living at home, doing our online classes. Um, I know the time I played my the amount of times I played video games were like tripled just because I wasn't doing anything else. Um, but also, you know, I didn't realize that. They, you know, there's a lot of jobs that, you know, you can't do remotely, you know, I'm fortunate enough to where like my dad, you know, yeah, I mean, to this day, he still does his job right in his office behind my room. Um, and but like other jobs, like like the job I'm working at, you know, with that, like kind of require like physical, like being physically like labored and like attending a place. You know, a lot of those jobs shut down because of COVID and, like, not being able to social distance right or anything. And so what then happened was, like, gov like there were certain governments that were paying people, to, you know, to just stay home. And to this day, um, like, it's still, it's still happening in a lot of places, which I find kind of insane, despite the fact that like not like right now, you know, October 17th, 2021, we are way safer now than we have ever been before. You know, we have, you know, the vaccines are out and available. And even though, you know, in my opinion, they're not going to guarantee your safety. I mean, they should provide a lot of confidence and a lot of comfort to people who decide to take them. And it just it feels like the parts of society that still like quarantine themselves and don't work at all and just get paid by the government to stay home i think that kind of ruins work ethic a lot you know it's like oh there's a bad situation going on therefore i don't have to work yeah i mean d doesn't that sound kind of familiar like oh i have yeah. the sniff i have the sniffles I don't really want to go to school. Well, I mean, you have just the sniffles or just a hangnail. I mean, you you still gotta go to school. I mean, that's just not how it works, you know. Just because, like, a little problem is in our path, that doesn't excuse us from being able, from like like actually having to come up with a solution to that problem. You know, it's also like paying like a bill or something in your house. You know. Uh, you know, just because 
let's say for example someone puts you like your rent bill like slides it under your door and then someone breaks in your house and steals it and you're like oh well it's not there so i don't have to pay rent this month it's like no i mean you still have to pay it so i don't know that's just kind of like the mindset i was going in but before i go any further is there anything else you guys would want to chime on with that in terms of like work ethic and how uh COVID-19 really affected this um I think that a lot of people are taking advantage of the situation right now it's um since the government is paying people who are getting COVID they're paying them uh their wages that they would have had if they didn't get sick because you know it's a you take you have to take a two-week uh, quarantine if you get COVID. So I, I can totally understand the government paying people who have to take the quarantine. Um, the problem that I have is that there's a lot of people that are taking advantage where it's almost like they want to get COVID. They're trying to get it so that they can get that two-week free pay. And that's why there's such a huge uh, shortage of employer or sh shortage of workers in uh, you know, the United States right now, and I, th I don't even know if it's just the United States. I think it might be all around the world where, you know, there's just so many people that just aren't working because they get paid the same amount not to work as if they were working. Some people are even making more money not working and just getting the governmental benefits than um, they would if they were working their normal job. So I just think that there needs to be a way to encourage people to work even through this time. And uh, I don't know uh, what that way of encouragement would be, but there just um, needs to be a way to encourage people to work. I think, you know, kind of to answer your question on encouraging people, you know, right now there's a lot of jobs where minimum wage is like 15 an hour at this point. Well, it like, depends at, on where you're at. Most, but, yeah. Well, it, yeah, it depends on where you're at. But where we live, you know, I don't think there's any job that pays less than like $15 an hour and you know that's just simply because um the demand for workers is at an all-time high right now and you know and it's going to be like really hard uh to just maintain a good work environment if I mean if we're like constantly having to like dangle all these benefits and everything I mean there's like a lot of jobs right now I mean like, it's kind of a double-edged sword, um, if you will. Like, with at least my job, you know, since there's not as many workers at my job, the work is a lot harder, but I am getting paid, like, a lot more than I would if there weren't as many workers because that's just kind of how it works. Um, you know, it's like the whole supply and demand thing with uh, that we, that we uh, did in our government class last year you know think of like the 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 supply is like the amount of no like the demand is like the amount of work that needs to be done but the supply is like low like the amount of workers are low and yeah. there's like and there's even like more benefits to just uh being if than just being paid like a higher wage you know there's things like tuition reimbursements um, which, you know, I'm kind of taking advantage of right now because I'm basically, so right now I'm going to school at my local community college for free, which is really nice. And there's, you know, people get help are even like getting health insurance from their jobs, uh, 
way sooner than before. So yeah, I, I hope that kind of answers your question on uh, how do we, how are people being encouraged to work? It's just that a lot of people don't see that as enough encouragement to go back to work because clearly we are st still short-staffed in too many places around the area. Yeah, I was, Carl, just like to your original question, my, my two cents is that I think that this is just like dragged on for way too long. And I think the reason it's been dragging on partly is because of people's motivation of how like easy kind of things became. And like, it's interesting to look at how society will change after COVID. Like, I'm sure that like a lot more things will be on Zoom. I'm sure that like vir like a virtual learning will be um, like imposed a lot more in college and stuff and like classes that like virtually be available. Um, and I think honestly, like the time in which like things could have started to go back to normal a little bit was um, once they were able to like get testing um, much more like available. Cause like, remember there was like that shortage of tests and it was hard to get people tested. Yeah, like, for sure. That, like yeah. once you could like know if you had COVID or not, that's like the excuse that you can like go home. Right. And then once the vaccines came out and like, again, I, I agree, like vaccines do not guarantee safety, but like, mm -hmm. But, like, even that, like, when that started to come into effect, I mean, people should be back to work normally now, in my opinion. Like, they, I think, like, things should kind of be back to normal, like, whether you're wearing a mask or not, like, things should be back to normal. Um, and I think that people use COVID as an excuse still because they found that, like, living at home was a much – enjoyed it more than having to come into the office, but they're still getting paid the same a lot, a lot of the times, you know, when they go on those breaks and stuff. So – I, I mean, I don't really know whose fault it is necessarily, like the government's or the people's, but like, well, I, I mean, what would you guys say? Would, would you say it's the government's fault or for the most part or the people's fault? I think it's kind of both a little bit because governments are like, I mean, I can understand paying people who don't have to like go, who like can't like actually go to work. But I feel like there needs to be a point where they kind of need to dial that down a little bit or make the pay not as much, but just enough for them to get by for a couple weeks. Um, because, I mean, if what you said earlier, Micah, is like some there are some jobs where like people get, you know, potentially get paid um, more by their governments uh, than they do their actual workspace or office or, or whatever. It's kind of like people are just too quick to choose the easy way out instead of just kind of value va valuing hard work and i i don't know if i've said this in my last podcast or not when we talked about uh problems with society but i think i did say something in the lines with like you know hard work is a good thing um it produces a lot of character personal growth and leadership and i think i mean for me without hard work i mean i wouldn't be the person i am today um and immediately the first thing i think of is our last soccer season um you know with practices and stuff i mean i remember how hard it was going through you know tinkum time what we called it at the time and just you know countless runnings and burpees and push-ups and just grinding through that hard work and that kind of got me in the mentality of 
yes, it, it does kind of suck going through it, but it's not going to last forever. Hard work isn't 24-7. So when that hard work is immediately over, you feel a great sense of fulfillment, you know, accomplishment, and just more it's just a huge confidence booster for you like i know you know when i go to like after i'm like nowadays after i'm done with a really hard shift of work you know instead of like going home in my you know freshman sophomore year mentality oh that was too hard i never want to do this again i'm more or less right now like wow that was like super difficult but you know, I prove myself that I'm able to deal with this situation. And if I'm able to deal with that situation, who's to say I can't deal with another uh, hard situation in life? I think like you talking about hard work, like I, I agree, like how hard work pays off and like it, it's such a good thing to see. It's just that people don't do it because it's it's just uncomfortable. It's it's kind of like like uh, it's like eating healthy, for example, right? Like if you wanna if you wanna lose weight or if you wanna gain muscle or whatever, like you decide you're gonna eat healthy. But eating healthy is so uncomfortable. And even though you talk about all the effects of you know like feeling better, like looking better, all these things, and like how hard work's great, how eating healthy is great because of all the effects, people don't want to go through the work of it because it's so uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, I, you know, the term I just came up with is uh, uh, right now is people are more quick to get immediate temporary pleasure at certain points of time instead of, you know, lo a long haul of actual hardworking stuff, whether if it's, you know, proper dieting or like a really tough job like construction or package handling or whatever. And like being able to see in the future instead of just kind of being caught up in their own world like you know i'm gonna just have this pleasurable thing right now you know i i want to eat those oreo cookies right now and just feel that you know taste of pleasure in my mouth rather than eating that salad um and despite the fact that it's not nearly as tasty it's gonna benefit me in the long run um, I, I hope that makes sense. What I, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, to try to bring this back around to what we were talking about originally, with you know COVID and people um, wanting to stay home rather than working. Um, you know, I just don't really see why people would have an incentive to go back to work because you know you get paid the same amount just to stay at home. I mean, I wouldn't be able to stay at home and just get paid the same amount because, um, you know, I, I didn't have a job before COVID, so I don't get unemployment benefits like people, other people do. Um, but if I did get sick for two weeks, I still would get, you know, the, the quarantine, uh, I don't even know what's called, reimbursement maybe. But I do know that it comes, the reimbursement doesn't usually come until tax return, so no one's really getting their money uh, for being sick right now. So that's kind of an incentive for people to go back to work. But I don't know. It just seems like there's no real solution to try to get people to work more until we get rid of the COVID um, unemployment benefits, which I don't really want to do because there are people still getting sick from it.
So it's just kind mm-hmm. of a lose-lose Right. Situation. Like, I think that's a good thing, honestly. I mean, like, people that are actually genuinely sick, you know, especially, like, older people that are still working, you know, they can't go back to work. But some people really need that money for yeah. their lives. Like, I, I think that's a good thing. But I think that was just not good as the abuse of that um, thing that we're given by the government, you know. Absolutely. I mean, abuse in any way, shape, or form, you know, is, you know, not good whatsoever. You know, there's... And right now, I mean, you know, obviously there's the typical like drug and alcohol abuse, you know, physical abuse with like relationship relationships and stuff. But right now, I think the most common one and the the one most at least the one most talked about right now um, is the abuse of just taking advantage of, you know, I have COVID, please pay me and like purposely like trying to like get COVID or say that you have covid or whatever like i honestly like don't know how far it goes in terms of like getting like money from covid i think you have to like actually have a positive test for covid so that you can officially get reimbursed with that but even then like i'm sure people i'm sure there's like there have been many many people who have purposely tried to you know have a covid party or whatever and then they get then they get themselves quarantined, and then get paid during that quarantine. Instead Honestly, of, most of the time, if you're just sick, you can get quarantined. Like you don't even if it not, even to, if uh, it's not COVID. COVID. Yeah, I, I, I'm just like actually just like looking at my college right now, and I know that if you're just sick in general, you can. I mean, you're not getting paid necessarily, but like you can quarantine. Mm-hmm. And there's like these like they like services like they'll like bring you food to your dorms, go on a quarantine and stuff like that, and like. Yeah. People can have that if they're just sick. They don't have to necessarily test positive yeah. for COVID. Yeah, I mean, if they're not getting, I mean, you know, I think I think it's that's actually kind of I actually kind of like what you said right there. Um, you know, pe- you know, even though you're sick, you know, you still want to keep other people safe, and so and like other people are willing to do that with you without having to be in like close physical contact with you. So I kind of liked what you said back there, like. You know, people bringing food to your door, you know, that can, you know, that's something that's been, I mean, I, I'm sure there are still, like, people who are, there are, of course, multiple people who are still quarantined to this day, you know, ordering from, like, uh, DoorDash or whatever, you know, you know, you don't have to, like, you know, there's not much physical contact needed or anything, you know, you just pay right. uh, your fee and then they just drop the food off at your door, knock on your door, or your or ring your doorbell, and then you open your door and there's no one there. You can't get anyone sick. Pick up your food, and you're still able to support yourself. I think, yeah, I do. I do kind of like that point you bring up. Um, I just want people to. Um, I hope people realize that we're not saying that quarantining is um, a bad thing for work and getting benefits from it's not a bad thing. For, you know, the listeners, uh, we're just Absolutely. saying that abusing it and taking more time off than you need is uh, is a problem that, you know, yeah, exactly. people should exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's good that you're clarifying that because, you know, we, we I, I know the last thing I want when we talk about social issues is to, like, get cancel cultured or anything. Well, even I though we're kind wanna... of too small, we're kind of too small to get cancel culture. But even that, but yeah, I know what you mean, Micah. You don't want people to get the wrong impression. Yeah, I, I don't want people to think that. Oh, you know, these guys are saying that if you're sick, you should still go to uh, 
still go to school or work. But no, I mean, if you're sick with anything, not just COVID, then you know, stay home. Like, don't get everyone else sick. But you know, don't take advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, like I support. I mean, that's kind of how it's gonna all end. You know, is people actually just quarantining when they're sick? I think I think it's the abuse of that is the problem. You know, when people quarantine when they're not sick to get the benefits. You know, but I mean. I mean, I encourage people, you know, if you're sick of anything, you know, quarantine is a good thing. Not, it's not, not a bad thing. It's, just, it's a really good thing. It's something that should be done. Did uh, Legend just dip? No, I'm here. Oh. I don't know. Your uh, little thing went yellow for a second. I thought you, like, left or something. But speaking of which, do you have um, anything else to, like, kind of chime in or uh, any other viewpoint you want to bring up to us? about this whole thing um i listen to like like a conservative podcast and what they what they're saying for like the reason why people aren't going back to work is like because um our government is kind of portraying covid and like um they're making it a bigger deal than it is and kind of pushing the blame on like people that aren't getting vaccinated and I think that also might be kind of a thing. Like, if people hear, oh, not everyone's vaccinated yet. It's not safe to go back to work. It's not safe to resume normal life. When people hear that from, like, the government and stuff, uh, it can be, like, like they can feel that way. Like, it's not safe to do this yet, to do, like, normal things yet, I guess. That's an argument that I've heard a lot, at least. Okay. So instead of like, I think that's just something that's also something Joe Biden has been doing a lot. Uh, you know, instead of taking responsibility for the thousands of mistakes he's already made uh, within a year of his presidency, you know, he the t- the two people he blames the most are the unvaccinated, which I mean, a majority, the very high majority of people are vaccinated i i think i think right now like over 80 percent of people in the united states are vaccinated um is that actually uh, no it's like is 60 over 60 percent have got the first dose and over 50 have got or no over 60 have gotten one dose yeah and over 50 percent are fully vaccinated oh i thought i heard from my dad that uh actually you know yeah yeah you want to look that up i was gonna keep when did the uh when did the second dose come out? That wasn't too long ago, right? Well, no. no. The, just like the second dose of your vaccine. Because you know how it comes in two doses or whatever. Yeah, oh, I got yeah. you. Yeah, but it's not, there's like the new, what's it called though? It's um, a booster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the booster. booster. <laughs> um, I don't even know what that is, honestly. Yeah, um, I don't know so what it is not. either, but. It, it's a, co- it's a confidence booster for those who are still afraid, despite the fact they well, already got their shot. But It's for the and, next and, uh, variant or whatever of the. Of the COVID, so it's a like it's, um, variant or whatever that was. So what is it? Yesterday, it's 66.3% have got the first dose, 573 are fully vaccinated. That's yeah. still a lot of people, though. Like, so the booster, like, and yeah, um, with the booster, isn't it something like every two months you're gonna have to get a new booster because, um, because it's a virus. Yeah, I'm not doing not, that, but yeah, yeah, it's I heard a virus. That. I mean, getting, a, um, I mean, I guess that does make sense because getting one shot doesn't mean like you're good for life. So I guess that kind of makes sense. But, well, it's not like a disease. I don't know. 
like, uh, you know, chicken pox, you can get a chicken pox vaccination once and you're good. But for something like this, since it's a virus, it's always mutating, it's always changing. So, you know, you're going to have to get the vaccination all the time to be, like, completely safe from it. Which, we don't do that for any other viruses, any other cold or even... Well, um, I mean, you you're know, supposed to do that like for that. the flu. Like, they have a new one every year. Yeah. Well, that's because there's a lot of different flu viruses. Mm-hmm. Um, but also... What was I about to say? I, I... I honestly don't know. I, I mean, I've never had the flu, so... You never had the I, flu? I'm not sure if it's... No, I don't think so. I think the worst I think I thing I've really I, the worst thing I've had is uh, yeah. bronchitis. That's like the worst thing oh. I've had. Oh. Uh, my sophomore year, and that sucked. I, I like have not really gotten like sick with anything serious, really. I haven't been sick since uh, February of 2020, and that's when people like started speculating or like joking around. Dude, Carlos has the coronavirus. Oh. And, I'm, and at the time, I had no idea what that was until I started looking into it. I'm like, what the heck is a, is a coronavirus? And then I actually looked into it, and it's just this virus that, like, yeah, apparently it was just spreading wide, and I just had no idea about it. And, you know, at first, we were taking, like, the most minor precautions that we could because we weren't so worried about it. And then, boom, the shutdown happened. And I still remember, Micah, you made a group chat. Dang, we were gonna work on Operation Barbarossa. Oh yeah. Um, at Jacob's house, and then your dad freaked out. Oh yeah. And and grounded, basically grounded you and Seth. Which, well, by the way, I can I can. Oh yeah. I, I understand the immediate response. I mean, like let's say I mean I'm not a dad yet. I mean maybe one day that'll change, but um, <laughs> if I were a dad. Okay, I, I okay. I'm not saying that as if I'm gonna purposely try to. I mean, if if time rolls by and mm -hmm. I happen to. Oh, we got it. We got it. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Legend, <laughs> you know, legends just legend just finds that funny. Uh, but you know, if I had like a family of my own to take care of in my own house, and I hear on the news and everywhere else that places are getting shut down, there's this virus spreading. And, you know, at the time, there wasn't a lot of statistics out. Um, it was just a lot of spreading cases that went out. You know, there weren't, I don't think there were a ton of statistics in terms of, like, death rates or, like, death ratio or chances of death or anything. Or at least your chances of death, which were super low at the time, that wasn't promoted. The only thing that was promoted through, like, me, all news outlets is, you know, stay in your house and you know don't leave that's that's the thing and you know if i was you know a parent you know i would probably um like i wouldn't like freak out because i don't you know i don't really freak out a ton well maybe that's okay maybe i do freak out a little bit every now and then but you know i i you know i wasn't freaked out over the situation when it first came around but i took so many i would have i would probably take so many unnecessary precautions if i wasn't even if i wasn't like fully aware of the situation because a lot of us didn't know what to expect from COVID. that's because it was like an unknown like disease we didn't know if it was as bad as like ebola or if it was just like like the flu like we didn't know what it was exactly yet, really so, i remember it being yeah. a huge deal mm -hmm. though like what was that kid's name is it kyler 
I, oh my goodness. Oh Tyler. yeah. Dude. Okay, so Tyler's dad. Do you remember yeah. that? Like yes, his dad got back yes, from some dude. Trip, and we were all like, oh my gosh, because COVID. He like, came, he, he flew to China. <laughs> yeah, and I remember from, thinking like, from China. I was like, yeah, like we're dead. Dude, like, everyone. <laughs> Everyone at the school was like freaking out. We're like, oh, oh, dude, dude. We're like well, in our little groups at lunch, going, oh, dude, you know, Kyler's got the coronavirus, you know, all Because we, we asked him like what his symptoms were, and he's like fever and a cough, and we're like, oh, yeah. That's, I'm like, we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> we're dead. Yeah, but like anyway, I think you know, even you know, Mike, I was just using that to say, you know, I'm not trying to like throw shade at like your your parents or anything for like quarantine yours you were sad because but because i think that was absolutely justified and my parents grounded me and all my siblings too basically so yes i think it was in the beginning too but that's just because it was unknown kind of you know and then like yeah, once yeah once they once we kind of figured it out we're like okay it's not a big deal really that it means, wasn't it wasn't until like maybe weeks. a maybe a couple weeks when my parents and i like were a little more comfortable with the situation because, you know, there was, you know, back in the day, I used to be, like, not, like, a pro-mask person, but not someone who was anti-mask either. I mean, I'm still kind of like that, but I would I would personally wear one a lot just because, you know, I was still, like, trying to take as, as much precaution as I need to right now. But now, since, yeah. you know, it's, we're in 2021, all of us know what to expect from it now, and I'm honestly, like, not afraid of this thing. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't I know... Like, what, what were you saying? Oh, oh I, was okay. just, I was shortly just going to be like, yeah, like wear a mask if you want. But I mean, you know, personally for me, I'm, I, I usually don't wear a mask if, uh, unless, you know, like I'll respect some place they really want me to. I mean, I'll yeah, wear a mask. For but, sure. You know, sure. like I'm not offended when people wear a mask. I'm like, yeah, wear a mask if you want. I don't care. Yeah. Wear a mask. Exactly. I, I do, even though it sounds kind of like jerk ish of me to like uh it sounds like i sound like kind of a jerk saying like i don't care like in a way i like i don't care if you like wear a mask or not get vaccinated or not you know i'm not going to treat you differently or anything um but i do i do remember i don't i know micah and i uh i've definitely ranted at micah about this too many times um mm -hmm. but when me him and josiah were at jacob's house i I think it was during Christmas break, actually. And we were playing on Jacob's uh, good old Xbox One. And I sat and I was sitting next to Josiah on on the couch. And he told me that, you know, he had a positive COVID test. And oh, I, I remember that. that yeah, was like I school year, wasn't it? Yeah, that that oh, was Christmas break. Yeah, That's yeah, funny. Christmas break. Um, And I remember sitting next to him and I was like, dude, I, I don't care. That that I really don't care. And the funny thing was I never got sick or anything. Like even after sitting right next to him, despite the fact that he had a, a positive COVID test. And the funny thing was Josiah's parents like called my parents. They called Jacob's parents. And I, I think they may have called Micah's parents too to yep. ask him if they were okay with him going over to another person's house despite the fact that he had a covid test and all of us were like go for it <laughs> you know yeah we didn't care i think like most of us have honestly had it at one point just to different degrees and some to such a small degree you didn't even know yeah. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I mean, I didn't feel anything. It, I mean, maybe I got it for like a day or two, but I had no, I, I mean, to this day, I've had no symptoms whatsoever of COVID-19. You know, that makes me wonder, does uh, Sierra, did, does Sierra have her like taste and smell back? Whatever she's doing, I should check in with her. I haven't talked to her in forever. She wanted, uh, see, I she know had... somebody else, though, that hasn't had it for like quite a few months, though, like as long as Sierra. Yeah. You guys remember that giant COVID wave we had at school from like like November to December, pretty much, when, uh, you know, people were getting contact traced. And I think, like, yeah, Micah, me and you got contact traced because yeah. of Joel. Friggin' Joel. And, <laughs> no i love you joel if, if you're listening but i don't i don't know if you are but um yeah like we got quarantined and you know we weren't like worried or anything because like they let us know like a week late that we were quarantined which was so yeah. like weird like it you know I'd i was thinking to myself like the damage has already been done i feel like if they let us know like a whole week late and i wasn't sick or anything so i felt just fine but of course, we took that opportunity to just stay home and play some Friday the Thirteenth, the game. Yes, that was nice. That was, Blake got me quarantined. It was sweet, honestly. It was, I enjoyed it. Dude, I I still remember. I went on Mister O'Rourke's like Google Meet, or whatever, and like all you guys were like telling me to turn on my webcam. I really didn't want to because I like I still had like that really tired morning look on my face since I had just woken up and ever. Everyone was just going ham on me, and I turned the webcam on. So I turned it on for like five seconds, and then. <laughs> but then, and like you know, our school took so much precaution and like throw throwed in not necessarily mask mandates, but like social distance mandates. Like I still remember in the conference room, you know, only like four or five people could sit at that conference room table without being like socially distanced um for the long for for what felt like way too long but then it's like all of a sudden after christmas break like covid was just non-existent anymore like no one was like wearing any mask or anything and i don't even know if the vaccine i don't think the vaccine was out was even yeah. out at the well, time the reason why i got so uh lenient is because um Gianforte became governor of Montana, and he lifted all the restrictions. Yes, sir. Our good man Gianforte. And no kids were like listening to mask mandate in general, just because of our school. Yeah, yeah our school. Had. Our school was probably the most rebel. Was definitely one of the more rebellious ones in terms just of like COVID super conservative. Pandemic. Yeah, like, like almost every kid in there. I mean, there were a couple, but. We were almost pretty, almost all pretty conservative. Yeah, pretty much. And even uh, it was, it was definitely good to get somewhat back to normal. Um, I think we mostly went back to normal, like during the second half of the year. I mean, yeah, I we totally, you were socially distanced or anything. Yeah, no, and I, I, I still remember there was this one random day when we were kind of in the middle of that phase where like COVID wasn't, we, none of us were concerned about COVID at the time. And, uh, Mrs. Hanley after one of our classes, like just like asked us to like wear a mask or something. But like, I think I threw mine away like a month, like 
like a long time ago and so like i technically couldn't wear one even if i wanted to but i don't think any of us like listened to her but i don't i don't know if it was like just her wanting to say that or if that was like like the the principal telling the teachers to tell the students i'm sure it was the school the yeah i'm because I, I don't think yeah, it just didn't seem like something she would like personally do. It's just it seemed like a last minute. Oh, hey, wear a mask, by the way. But of course, none of us did, and none of us needed to, so we were all fine. And it was definitely better to have kind of a half of a first year because the first the first half of the year, like honestly, wasn't that great because of all the weird COVID stuff. But at least we had the second half of the year. That's definitely better than what the class of 2020 had because they had a normal like first half of the year and then their second half of the year was just like really horrible and like yeah i i just i can't imagine like how how bad that would have been for them i i think they still like got a senior trip and all but like all the other trips and stuff were canceled like so like a lot of the other fun stuff yeah uh, was all canceled and stuff um well, we've been going here for probably, it's been over an hour and 10 minutes, I think, so you could probably yeah. wrap it up, unless anyone has something else they want to talk about. Um, No, I think that's all the stuff we talked about. I mean, honestly, I feel like we've just been doing a little more, like, rambling and stuff about school and how COVID affected the school now, but... uh, yeah, about, that... like, society and government, pretty much. We were talking about problems in that for a while, and then kind of, like, yeah. led to, like, other parts of government. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun to do. do you, so, Micah, do you think this concludes our uh, Problems with Society series, our little mini-series? Well, um, I think, yeah. We've talked about, in both episodes, we talked about it until, you know, we couldn't really think about very much more to talk about. So I think that, you know, I'm doing pretty good with this one. So I think that we might have another um, uh, audience-based voting to figure out what we do next um but yeah i think for problems with society that we should be this should probably be it yeah and you know shameless plug of course uh if any of you guys uh listening have any like any stuff that you want us to talk about you know just you know i think i think michael will probably put up another poll on his instagram and we can get more in i know we we definitely had there were definitely some more topics that you guys wanted to talk about. Um, Caleb wanted us to talk about Star Wars lore, which I, I really wanted to do. Um, and like Daniel Jawback wanted us to talk about uh, <laughs> Joe Biden, even though we kind of talked about him a little bit today. Um, but yeah, like any more suggestions you guys have, just DM, you know, Micah or me and well, either, like put it either, in, a, um, in a poll. Yeah, either participate in the poll or, you know, just DM me before the poll ends. And, um, you know, we'll put your suggestion up and have it up for a vote by mm-hmm. the audience. And, um, you know, Ryan won last time. That's why we're talking about problems with society. So, um, and if you want to be a special guest too, DM me on Instagram or Carlos. And, you know, we're happy to have special guests. We love special guests. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're we're planning on, <laughs> th- yeah, thank you. Thank you, Ryan, for coming on. Thank you, Legend, too, for coming on. It was yes. definitely... Like, so much more fun to talk about social issues with you guys. It would have been, it was definitely a lot more interesting than it would have been for just me and Mike. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. I don't know if you guys want me back on your time. And 
I'll be happy to come back on and talk if you guys have any issues. I don't know anything about Star Wars, but <laughs> no, that's all good. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. I think we're going to end it right here. Don't forget to subscribe to the Apathetic Rebus. Yep. Like Don't and subscribe to... on Spotify S- and on YouTube. Smash that like button. Yes, smash sir, that leave like a good button. Review. Yes. Leave the comments. We love the comments too. Oh yeah. And uh, and yeah, have a good one. All right. Bye. Yep. All right. I Thanks. stopped the recording. Nice. Dude. Yeah, man. Listen, I literally could not. Everything talked. I